Your favorite cartoon characters will help you understand how drugs and alcohol can ruin your life. So watch the program. Talk about it with your family. Wait, I, I have started as well. Okay. One, two, three. Welcome back to special presentation with Mike and Ethan. Or... Elf will not be seen tonight. Guess what? You know what? Mike can't. I haven't told Mike what's going on tonight. We are. I am springing something special on Mike, and you're coming along. What do you think it's going to be? Ooh, is it is it uh, gold? What? Yes. <laughs> How did you know? Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! My wait, is it is, is it um... <laughs> No. <laughs> Are we? Uh, is it something? Re- is it something related to comics? Uh, what? Oh my god! You're two for two. How did you do that? I I have. I have narrowed it down to so that I know it has something to do with the broadest theme of our show. <laughs> That's right. Money and comics. Because tonight, special presentation, or Alf will not be seen tonight, is going commercial. I've assembled more than 50 commercials featuring comic strip characters. Some of which have never been animated in any other context. Wait, what? Yes. <laughs> I didn't... Um... When you say 50 commercials, does that mean 50? Okay, wait a second. Wait a second. I'm trying to remember when comic strip characters have advertised for products. And all I can think of are Charlie Brown and Met. Life. Well. That's literally the only thing I can think of. What other comic character has ever advertised the thing? So, you don't, so you're not going to have any to uh, suggest for this one then. All right. That's, that's okay. I came prepared again. So. Would you like to start with Charlie Brown for MetLife? Or would you like to start with one of the many, Let's... many other things Charlie Brown has shilled for? Oh, what a sellout. Well, well, let's start with MetLife, right. since that is that is what I know him for. Alrighty then. So, here we go with uh, MetLife. Peanuts MetLife television version, 1000 Notice that Charlie Brown was not in that one. Huh. So <laughs> Met is a is a is like an investment service, is that right? Yes, it's not I don't think it's just insurance or at least it doesn't sound like it from what from what Linus was saying, but no, it sounded like they were doing like in, they would invest in stocks and bonds for you, yeah. and you know, 
so because can... I don't understand any of that stuff. I always assumed that MetLife was, you know, car insurance or something. Um, because apparently their their commercials are effective because I remember the name. I have no clue what they do, but I know they're somehow associated with Charlie Brown. Yeah, you remember because... Snoopy a lot more than you remember what they actually did. Well, I figure like, well, it's like what what could possibly sell insurance better than a bunch of children and a dog? <laughs> um the the squawking voice of a trombone parent? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I guess it makes sense when you really think about how are you going to sell insurance? How are you going to make that exciting to people on TV? It's not really an exciting product. Oh, uh, it's kind of depressing, honestly. Well, on the subject of comics, remember how uh, Opus uh, lost his memory and thought he was Marlon Perkins? Was that in a commercial? No, it wasn't. It, no, it was a reference to a commercial because Marlon Perkins was a wildlife uh, show host who was uh, sponsored by another insurance company, Mutual of Omaha. So Opus, Opus oh, was saying things I... like, my encounter with the Basslope was certainly exciting. And when your life gets exciting, it's good to have the nice people at Mutual of Omaha on your side. I do remember Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom. I forgot who the host of that was, but yes, I remember watching that when I was a kid. It always we'd watch that, and then we watch Marty Stouffer's Wild America. <laughs> I don't know either of those. Wow, no. really? You never you never watched um, Mutual of Omaha or uh, Marty Stouffer? Yep. I mean, I thought those were like some sort of back east reference. I don't know. Just I just didn't think it was. Oh, that. maybe. Huh. It's kind of like how, well, up until about age 18, I thought Stay Puffed was a real marshmallow brand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I guess that, yeah, it makes sense. You probably think like, well, you know, west of the Mississippi, they call it uh, Hellman's, but yeah, east, yeah. it's Stay Puffed. <laughs> other way around, um, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, the other way around, sorry. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, they well, Marty Stouffer was just this guy who was like, "Hi, it's me, Marty Stouffer, and I'm gonna today we're gonna be looking at those amazing marmosets or something <laughs> like that." That was his gimmick. He'd always just have something like those awesome otters, those spectacular peccaries, uh, and you know, and then he would just he would have like three animal facts that he would just kind of repeat on loop. Um, but he had a very calming voice, so. He was, you know, you, and and they did a biopsy, not biopsy, sorry. Uh, <laughs> what do you call it? A, a biopic. Biopic. Yes. They did a biopic of him where he was played by the middle son from Home Improvement. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Really? Yes. Wow. <laughs> That's all I know about Marty Stouffer. <laughs> I I don't know anything about him, but I remember that Dudley Moore was in some uh, wild uh, some wildlife videos where he played a rapping globe. So. Really? Yeah, that was a, wow. That was a mid-90s thing. <laughs> huh. The 90s were pretty wild. Oh, boy. You have no idea. Speaking of the 90s, here comes a Peanuts commercial from the 90s. Now, oh, let's see so, this. First of all, what product do you think that Peanuts should obviously sell? Um, Peanuts. You're so close. You're so close. All right, let's see. What? No. 
Pat's friendly 16th anniversary and many great things should turn up. Sounds fun. Wish I could have some fun. Simply request any deli fresh friend with Charlie Brown. And get a tropical topper Sunday free. Then enter the Camp Snoopy sweeps to win a family vacation for four to Knott's Berry Farm in California. The friendliest place in the West. And the funnest, no doubt. So come on in to Friendly's, where it's always a party. Wow. Okay, so that was uh, the Peanuts Gang shilling for Friendlies, yes. which is uh, now, Ethan, have you been to a Friendlies? Have you no, been there? No, I've never or? heard of Friendlies outside of this one that kind of came up in the context of this uh, podcast. You mentioned Friendlies being kind of okay. like where, where the creepy waitress from uh, The Kid was working. And yeah, yeah. Context and I and I brought up Ferrell's, which was very similar. Yeah, yeah. It's basically if you think of uh, for those who of you out there who have not been to a Friendlies, it's basically TGI. What is it? Phineas Butterfats from The Simpsons. <laughs> it's it's kind of like this weird old fashioned soda shop type thing. Uh, they have like uh, when I was a kid, we went to it a couple times. My parents called it the fancy McDonald's, and that's that's pretty much. <laughs> what it is it's you know it's like a red robin tgi fridays style kind of diner um but uh this was apparently friendly's 60th anniversary which is a weird number to celebrate um that means not the that 50th, this year is but... their 95th anniversary holy shit oh if they're if if or they're 80th. still around or is it 90th i mean, I mean 1995 no. So 65, 70, 75, 80, 85, 90th. Yeah, 90th anniversary. Shit. Now, I remember Friendly's from when I was a kid in Maryland. Uh, I have not seen them out here in uh, California. So let me, I'm curious. Um, yeah, okay. So, yeah, it's basically an East Coast thing. They yeah. are 167 locations all around the, uh, down the East Coast, uh, which is in, makes this especially interesting that... The, uh, the Peanuts gang were saying that they're having a contest. You can go to Friendly's, and if you win this contest, you get to go to uh, Camp Snoopy, which is in what's the park? It's uh, it's in a park out here in California. It's in multiple parks, actually. Oh, is it? Yeah, there are, okay. there are Camp Snoopy's all over the country. Oh. Yeah. Oh, geez. There was I one in that. the Mall of America. Um, I don't know if it's still there. Wow. Okay. So Snoopy, the peanuts really did sell out then to yes, everywhere. Everywhere. Um, now I Our assume they were talking about Knott's Berry the... Farm. That was probably the one you were thinking of. That's it. I think that's the one I was thinking of. That's one where I've been, and I assume that's the one they're talking about because they said the Camp Snoopy in California, which is odd because I feel like there's probably a closer Camp Snoopy to the East Coast now. Well, maybe it's just a, a trip to you know, just a trip to California is a big enough. To... Well. Actually, you know, that probably makes it uh, makes it fairer for everyone because they're only on the East Coast, meaning that it could be giving you a trip to the Camp Snoopy right next door to you otherwise. So it's a trip to California yeah, with tickets true. to Camp Snoopy. Oh, OK. All right. Well, you know, that's 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 good. Um I did like in this commercial where they're saying you can have lots of fun. And Charlie Brown is like, I wish I could have fun. <laughs> I he's in character, he so is, you got to give him uh, you got to give him credit. Um, but man, uh, I, I and I guess I, I'll say that, like, seeing the Peanuts character show for a, uh, you know, family style restaurant 
makes a little bit more sense than shilling for an insurance company because I, I can see kids getting excited for ice cream sodas yeah. more than I could see them getting excited for like you know uh, mutual funds or nasdaq i don't know what's in insurance because it's not something that kids have any control over because it's not like your mom and dad uh go to the insurance store and they're like well which one should we get should we get mutual of omaha and the kids like no no metlife they've got snoopy (laughs) that's true that's true i wonder do you think that metlife was like come on we all know that the kids are the motivating uh purchasing power in every family so if you get the kids to want our insurance then the family will have to go along with it well you know the fact that we never see adults in the peanuts world suggests maybe they should have gone with a with a life insurance theme like what would it be like to leave your kids behind to have them never hear you go again (laughs) oh geez getting kind of dark there Anyway, here's my confession. Hey, before we move on before to the next on? one, yeah, do you know what the you know what the slogans for friendlies have been over the years? No, tell me the slogans for friendlies. Let's hear the so the slogans for friendlies starts with "You're in for a nice surprise." <laughs> then there's no <laughs> there's no place like home. Then where ice cream makes the meal. <laughs> I want to go to friendlies. Oh, that looks good. High five, it's friendlies. Oh, yeah. Where ice cream makes the meal. Again, creating memories since 1935, life with extra sprinkles, and deliciously fun. I I, I really like the their uh, you're in for a nice surprise slogan, though, because yeah. it's vaguely threatening. <laughs> and I, I'm guessing it was like the boss's son who came up with deliciously fun. Probably, because <laughs> uh, that's that's definitely some got some nepotism in it that right is there. Weak. That's that is yeah. Life with extra sprinkles isn't too bad, it though. Is. It's kind yeah. of I don't know. Yeah, it's all right. It's it's a little um, wine momish, but you know who who pays yes. for you to go to go to uh, friendlies in the first place. All right, so uh, let's let's see what's uh, what's next on the docket. The next one is, I confess, the one I actually meant to uh, set up when I uh, said that you were very close when you uh, proposed peanuts. So I put the wrong. Well, there are peanuts in. and ice cream, so I thought it. Oh, uh, I thought, yeah. so I thought it made Makes sense. sense. Yes, but still, this is only right, something see what tertiary we got. to peanuts. What now? Lunch? Why I always have peanut butter and jelly. Oh, what's this? Smucker's new peanut spurt spreads and peanut butter with 30% less sugar. And my pictures on the jar. They spread so easily. Mmm, delicious. And 30% less sugar is great with all the PB&Js I eat. Hey, Lucy, my picture's on the jar. So is mine. Only prettier. Smucker's new peanuts fruit spreads and peanut butter. 30% less sugar makes them the smarter PB&J. Alright, so the Peanuts gang is shilling for Smucker's. Yes. Peanut butter and jelly. Well, actually, they said fruit spreads. I wonder if this was made for a uh, British audience. Yeah. Well, well, what's the different? Is a fruit spread just a British version of jelly, or yeah, is it like something her, with no yeah, pectin in it? Yeah. Sounds like yeah. Fruit spread sounds like you know, as opposed to uh, actually having you know fruit preserves like a jam. But again, right? We've been, we've been over this so much on this. we have discussed this um now i do appreciate this is interesting because it is set up like an actual peanuts 
comic strip. It's even black and white. That's really impressive. Yeah. And you see them, they're in panels. And it's kind of funny when they, they walk from one panel to the next, um, which which is very true to the, 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 the comic strip form. So that's kind of neat. And the black and white really makes the, uh, the jars of peanut butter and jelly uh, pop since they are the only things in color yeah. in this ad. Apart from the jelly and on the, on the uh, sandwich Charlie Brown is eating. Yes, that's right. Um, I did find it interesting that this is an ad for Smuckers, which seems like this would be a conflict of interest since Camp Snoopy is in Knott's Berry Farm, and I believe that's a rival jelly company. I don't know. I've never seen Knott's brand jams. Have you? You know, I... I Wait. You know, you're right. But it is... They used to make jelly, right? Because it's a berry farm. Maybe, I don't know. I, Maybe they stopped. I'm, Wait, I don't think they let actually me look up knots. berries there anymore. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, I will have to go to Wikipedia's. Okay, Knott's Berry Farm, brand of food specialty projects, jams and preserves. Huh. Oh, now part of Smuckers. Okay, oh. so they have been bought out by Smuckers. So all this right. is, in fact, not a conflict of interest at all. This is a perfectly yeah. reasonable thing for the Peanuts guys to show. I withdraw my criticism. What a name like Smuckers. It's going to be good. <laughs> is, there a, is there a Mr. Smucker? It I looks like, I in fact, there is. It is founded by, uh, yes, it is founded by Jerome Monroe Smucker. <laughs> well, I'm just glad that it wasn't Founded by, you know, Jerome Monroe Dead Opossum. Yeah. <laughs> I I gotta say, I mean, Smucker, it's... What what else is he gonna make other than jelly? Kind of makes sense. Okay, now I'm just... He did also make ice cream toppings. Now I'm just imagining a furry convention at Knott's Berry Farm with a name like Knott's. You know this is gonna be great. Oh! <laughs> oh! You're not wrong. <laughs> not wrong. Anyway, <laughs> okay, let's take a break from peanuts. I've got a bunch more here, and who else can you think of that is a big time sellout as far as commercials go? Oh, um, clearly, uh, the biggest sellout on the comics page is Garfield, right? It's got to be Garfield. Absolutely. Garfield's got to. Okay, but what would Garfield be selling besides uh, lasagna? Is he selling lasagna? Uh, not lasagna, but I have something to share with you that is. You know, as he said, of the lasagna persuasion. Wait, is it a is it a commercial for his uh, his brand new pizza restaurant in Abu Dhabi? Garfield eats. <laughs> no, it's not actually. Uh, it's uh, hang on. Oh, hang on. What what happened? Where is that one? Ah, here it is. Mm -hmm. Prepare yourself for Garfield's. Right. Guess what? Garfield round ravioli. We're throwing him a surprise party with a year's supply. So after I show him these plump, meaty ravioli, he'll pull back the curtain and yell surprise. Garfield, this was supposed to be a surprise. Tell you what, fill this place back up, and I'll come back and act surprised. Garfield round ravioli. The only round ravioli in meat sauce that's Garfield approved. Isn't my ravioli fun? <laughs> okay. So that was Garfield's uh, round ravioli. Round ravioli. And it's 
What's really interesting about it is that this is not just Garfield shilling for a brand of ravioli. It's a specifically Garfield branded ravioli. And I can see them be oh like Garfield shaped pasta, but this was not a Garfield shaped pasta. This was actually, you know, some. I guess they were like, well, since we can't have canned lasagna, we should at least have something that Garfield would uh, take as a uh, substitute. That's interesting. So who made Garfield round ravioli? It wasn't like Chef Boyardee or anything? Um, Was it Paws Inc.? Franco-American? I don't know. Uh, huh. I don't know now, much about it, that. The commercial, the, the commercial is, um, it's basically uh, John and Odie are celebrating the fact that Garfield has his own lasagna. And they're going to have... Ravioli. Well, they said when Garfield comes out, uh, sorry, his own ravioli. It's so <laughs> um, when he comes out, they're gonna like rain, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, what? Okay, okay. What is the difference between a ravioli and a lasagna? It is just the shape, right? Because uh, I, mean, I mean, it's the they're same both... ingredients, but a, a ravioli is like a lasagna capsule. Okay, so it's but it's basically it's ground meat, it's uh, pasta, it's tomato sauce, it's cheese. It's yeah. basically for all intents and purposes. Man, I could go for I could go for some rav, ravioli right now. Seriously? Oh, wait a minute, I guess. No, no, I think what is uh, ravioli? You don't need cheese. No, right? No. That's the difference. Is that if you want it al forno, you have to put the cheese on yourself. Right, because a lasagna, the cheese is necessary is as a, a buffer zone between the giant flat noodles. So yes. I guess that is different. Um, and what and you do use what like in in a ravioli, you probably put on like parmesan or mozzarella, but in a lasagna, I think you'd have like a layers of ricotta, right? Yeah, you or have ricotta, or you or sometimes cottage cheese if you want to do it a little more trailer trashy. But okay, which is fine by me. All right. I like them both. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Well, at least we've established that ravioli and lasagna are slightly different products. Yes. Though similar enough that I could see Garfield eating ravioli. Um, it's, it seems it's close enough that I don't think he would, you know, turn up his nose at ravioli. Well, there's not uh, that but anyway, so that Garfield they would turn his nose up at. Is there anything that cano canonically Garfield does not like to eat? Spinach. I, I remember there was one series of strips about Garfield refusing to eat spinach. And the one that stuck with me was Garfield, you know, glaring down at his uh, spinach and raising the salt shaker. And John comes over. He's like, well, Garfield, you ate all your spinach. And Garfield's like, eh, not really. It's in the salt shaker. Nah. Well, well, and it's great because since Garfield's just thinking that uh, he can do that yeah. and John won't know. Which is kind of funny. It's it's good when they remember that Garf that John can't hear Garfield. Yeah, yeah. Um, now in this one, I, I they were supposed to pull the curtain and Garfield. They would show Garfield all his ravioli, like a year's supply of his own ravioli. Gar Garfield has his own ravioli, so they're they're celebrating it by giving it to him, the ravioli <laughs> that he already owns. <laughs> um, but it turns out that he's already eaten it all because he's Garfield. Who would have seen that coming? Um, Mike, I have a great present for you. I got you a new laptop. The one you're using now. Oh, my God. How do you know? It's what I've always wanted. <laughs> I'm just that great. <laughs> you know, there's one thing I did like about this commercial, though, is the fact that there is a security guard standing right next to the microwave that Garfield is using to 
to heat his ravioli. Yes. Just standing there like with, you know, his arms crossed, still like he's guarding stuff. And it's like, well, presumably he was there to guard the ravioli. He has completely failed at this task because Garfield has eaten it all. And yet he stands there still. Well, they probably said to guard guard it from interlopers or something. And he's like, well, this is my ravioli. It's got my face on the can. Like, oh, can't, can't argue with that. Yeah, it's funny that even bothered putting him in there in the commercial. Where they were like, we got to have a security guard to show that they were trying to prevent Garfield from getting his own ravioli. Maybe there was some co contest to be animated in a Garfield commercial and some security guard won it. That that would actually be kind of funny and also makes make a little kind of makes sense um except it would be funny that that the person who won the contest wasn't a child but like an adult man this 50 year old security guard is like yeah just draw me looking tough i i uh i was impressed with the um the quality of the animation because they put a lot of effort into this everything is got lots and lots of uh shading and highlights in it it's it's like the first five minutes of the DuckTales movie <laughs> yeah. where, you know, where they were like, okay, we're going to like blow our wad on this and then immediately go back to Saturday morning animation. It's that sort of thing where you can tell they're overdoing it because they, they kind of, you know, they're, they got money to spend and they're going to spend it. Yeah. That's but, why those were the only parts that they showed in the trailer. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But uh, you know, I I would I would buy I would buy Garfield ravioli. Yeah, yeah. I would I would trust Garfield as a spokesperson for ravioli. Like if Garfield told me this ravioli is good, I'd be like, yeah, well, he's Garfield. Of course, he knows. He knows what's good. Garfield knows. Uh, Gar. So now that you've seen a really well animated Garfield commercial, now I've got one that is not quite as well animated. And if you... What other product could Garfield possibly advertise other than uh, pasta? Well, you might be surprised how uh, how how uh, civically minded Garfield can be. Oh, okay. Let's see. Garfield giving back to the community. 5684580. Halloween will soon be here. That's when we can all go trick-or-treating. I'm going dressed as a cat. There are some important things to remember about trick-or-treating so we can all have a safe and happy Halloween. First, go trick-or-treating while it's still light. Take a flashlight and wear reflective strips on your costume just in case you get back home a little late. If you wear a mask instead of costume makeup, be sure you can see clearly at all times. Wear a light-colored costume, short enough so you won't trip. Stay in your own neighborhood and visit only the homes of people you know. Accept only wrapped or packaged candy and have mom or dad look at your treats before you eat any of them. Hey, watch it. There's a cat here. Oh, yeah. That reminds me. Be sure to watch the traffic. Follow Garfield's safety tips and you'll enjoy Halloween. I'm going to get ready to go trick-or-treating right now. Well, after I take a nap. A Halloween safety message from the National Safety Council. We'll return to Cat Balloons, starring Jane Fonda and Lee Marvin. <laughs> okay, so that was Garfield giving us some Halloween safety tips. Yes. Now, you might have noticed that Garfield looks a little unusual in that one, that he looks much more of, you know, old-style Garfield, not the one that was, you know, kind of redesigned with animation in mind, with longer, skinnier arms and legs. That is because yeah. all of those clips of Garfield were 
you know, green screened out of the special Garfield on the town. I thought they looked familiar, uh, especially that bit where he's he kind of uh, pantomimes that a car has gone by and he does that little flip. Yeah. I was thinking that that looks like something I've seen before, and I'm pretty sure I haven't seen this commercial. Yeah, you can tell that that there are two, the the first two Garfield specials were animated by our you know our deeply malcontent friend Bill Melendez, and you can really t see the difference between that those ones and the and the later ones, and the Phil Roman yes. years. Yeah. Now um, Garfield, because uh, there's a bit where there are some trick or treaters getting ready, and Garfield kind of sticks his head into the frame yeah. to look at them. <laughs> and I, 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 you see Garfield doing that thing and you know, that in the original context, he was thinking, nice touch. <laughs> I noticed that his eyes were pink in that shot. I was just like, Whoa, I can't believe I'm seeing this. Do you see that? Is that a <laughs> strawberry or a kid, man? <laughs> He's like, you ever, you ever, you ever look at your hand? You ever look at your paw? Zinc? Um, <laughs> I gotta say, Garfield is giving us a lot of tips on how to make Halloween lame. Oh, God. Because... Only go to the houses oh, of people you know? What the hell? It's like, what's the what's the point then? Oh, come on, Garfield. Look, this, gar this special came out... This safety tip came out in 1985. By that point, American society had already been completely atomized. None of us knew our neighbors. So that was... Completely pointless. No one's going to be able to trick or treat at all. That's how you Garfield get to advice. know your neighbors. Yeah. Oh, plus, oh, go go, go trick or treating when it's light out. <laughs> what? Uh, no, okay. Because I'm because I'm a big dork. Well, I'm scared of the dark. And put like s strips of tape on your costume. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now I look like a stupid strawberry with like racing stripes. <laughs> dumb. It's super dumb. Did you see the costumes uh, they were wearing? A cowboy, a fairy princess, a strawberry. This is getting really away from the whole idea of Halloween being scary. Yeah, those are the those are like the bargain bin Dracula's closet garbage. You know, the ones that no you know, nowadays if when you like those were the kind of costumes that in the old days, yeah, if everything sold out you'd buy them. Nowadays if you go to like to um, you know, uh Dracula's closet or the Halloween spirit superstore, you know, the day before Halloween and you have to get yourself like Oh, a deviled egg costume uh, where, you know, it's an egg with a, with a, you know, the devil tail on that's it. That's a bad dumpty. You know, oh boy. Yeah. Or the, um, or, or the problematic costumes, oh. which are going to be like, oh, illegal alien or, you know, which is, a, you know, a Roswell gray with a sombrero or something. Yeah. It's the bad stuff. Yes. Although actually it was interesting because since this was in 1985, the worst costumes would not even be those. The worst ones would be the ones that's a, a, a mask with a plastic smock. The Collegeville costumes, yes. And Oh, is that what they're called? Uh, well, there were two different brands. Collegeville was one. I forget what the other one was, but they both did the exact same kind of thing. And they were still a thing up until the 90s. And it's, but it's really interesting to look at those catalogs because there are so many things where a Collegeville costume was the only merchandise it ever got. And, you know, you can get all of the robot man characters as Collegeville costumes. Wow. Yeah. Uh, imagine the kid who is who like wanted to be robot man. Wait, is it the cartoon robot man or the comics? Uh, the cartoon man? robot man. I don't think that, 
Yeah. I don't think that any of the other characters from the toy line or the cartoon appeared in the uh, comic strip. Just imagine that kid who wanted to be Roboron. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, can, I can't, I can't even picture that. That'd be a cool kid. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think, but I always hated those costumes because, you know, if you're going to be Rambo, it's like, look, Rambo doesn't, you know, doesn't wear a shirt with a picture of himself on it. Well, he that's not how it works. You know, maybe he just can't find one. I mean, remember that uh, Sesame Street uh, thing where Kermit the Frog wanted a fr wanted a shirt with his own face that said Kermit the Frog, but he kept they kept accidentally misprinting it so it said Kermit the Gorf, and then it turned out that <laughs> and then it turned out that some monster whose name was Kermit the Gorf wanted it. And <laughs> I um. I actually remember, have a very distinct memory of Halloween in 1987 going up to a neighbor's house and he answered the door in a full Kermit the Frog fursuit. Wow. I mean, it wouldn't be called a fursuit since he wasn't, you know, furry. He's an amphibian. And also it was like 1987. So we didn't know what furries were back then. But that, you, know, you know what right. I mean? That's essentially what it was. The, the giant, like, almost like mascot type costume. And I remember being very impressed because back then most people, you know, especially adults would not put a, put that much effort into a costume. You generally just like wore a hat or something, you know, but yeah, that guy, I can't remember the candy I got from him. <laughs> but you really, you generally don't remember which candy you get from because, you know, if, if somebody's smart, they uh, throw it in before you can see what they're offering. So they can't tell all the kids like, Hey, that's, that's the house where they, where they only give out the red hots. Avoid that place. But yeah, yeah. Uh, well, of course, the worst houses were the ones that gave out uh, Mary Jane. <laughs> hate those things. No, the worst houses were the ones that gave out the religious pamphlets. Oh, yeah. I never got those, but I did occasionally get miniature toothbrushes. That's kind of cool, actually. I mean, hey, new toothbrush. But well, yeah. Um, yeah. And also, we sometimes we'd get just like, yeah. F what, what do you call those? Uh, some like those, those cookies? The ones that are um cookies? that are made by the Keebler elves, they just wrapped them in plastic and gave them oh, out. Oh right, like, right. Oh, candy. Uh, e it was like well, yell fudge, yeah. magic middles. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. I just remember because like my parents were like, "Yeah, you can't eat that. That's poison." <laughs> That's <laughs> it was the eighties, so we were very concerned mm, with mm. poison. All this poison is so yeah. delicious. You can't have any. Mm. <laughs> Ethan, are you eating poison? <laughs> don't eat that. It's poison. <laughs> Anyway, speaking of old friends of ours, here comes another one. Oh boy, Kentucky Fried Chicken! Let's go in. Wow, look, Dad, it's Robot Man! Yes, honey, anything you say. May I please have a family bucket? Large. You can collect Robot Man glasses for your children. 50 cents with any chicken purchase. A different glass each week in April. Don't forget your glass, honey. Wow, way to my fancy list. 50 cents with any chicken purchase while quantities last. All right, so um, it's our old pal Robot Man shilling for, well, I guess is it is it considered, yeah, I guess it's shilling for a Kentucky Fried Chicken. Because if you go to Kentucky Fried Chicken and get, what is it, the kids meal or yeah, something? Yeah, like the large family bucket or something, yeah. Yeah, you and also you pay fifty cents. Apparently, you you can get the Robot Man collectible glass. Yeah, apparently there was one for all four of the major characters, but not one for Roboron. Boo! Uh, wait, so the four major characters? What? Robot Man, Stellar, Oops, and Lint. Oh, yeah, 
Stellar oops and okay, all right. Uh, so no uncle no weirdo no. inventor. <laughs> no cookie cooper. Uh man, um God. Well, I guess in the eighties, because this is from nineteen eighty six, um oh gosh, had all the fast foods, were they all owned by the same company at that no, point? No, I don't think actually like different. I don't think yum brands had popped up by then. Okay, so I think back then, like I remember in the eighties, like okay, if you want like good toys that you, from pro, from uh, media franchises that you've actually heard of, you basically have to go to McDonald's or Burger King. Every other fast food restaurant has got like some bizarre thing that you've never heard of. They love to give and out those glasses too. That was a that was a big thing at the time. That was a thing. Yeah, I remember them. And now if you go to any um, thrift store uh, and try this out, kids, go to a thrift store near your house and uh, look at their collections of Garfield glasses, Garfield glass mugs, because there are about a billion of them. And everyone at this exact same time, I think it was actually in 1986, was getting those glasses from uh, McDonald's and collecting all four, just like the commercials told them. And now they're trying to get rid of them yep. because they... Uh, but every, yeah, so now you can get the one where Garfield is on, like, a seesaw and thinking, I don't rise the occasion. And we had the one of those mugs ourselves. I mean, we almost never went to McDonald's when I was a kid. My parents didn't want me to, you know, get into junk food. And, you know, that that sure worked. Here I am twice your size and you ate McDonald's every day. So, fuck that. Yeah, that's, uh, see, that's, that's the that's how you, you have to eat it every day to build up an immunity. immunity. <laughs> the community, yes. <laughs> no, I, uh, yeah, there was, uh, my parents, we basically, yeah, we ate McDonald's constantly because when you think about it, McDonald's is, is good for you because it's all the, 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 because the, the, the food has, uh, it's, <laughs> what do they actually have at McDonald's? Well, well they <laughs> don't actually have worms in the beef. They've been they spent billions of dollars over the years fighting that persistent rumor. But uh, oh, is was that a thing? Apparently, people thought that yeah, and it really cut into their sales. Apparently, so like 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 parasite worms or like earthworms? like earthworms like they were growing earthworms because it was cheaper than beef. And just, oh, which is okay. not true. It would be much more expensive to use earthworms. Yeah. Also, man. Um, yeah, I was going to say, like, we don't live in Blade Runner. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Um, though I do remember it's funny because uh, I guess that's sort of like the Kentucky Fried Chicken had to keep fighting the rumors that they had genetically engineered a weird giant chicken centipede so they'd have more uh, drumsticks. Yeah, I've I've heard that's like the UK version. That they, yeah, because uh, in America we know it's like, wait, but people don't want the leg, they want the breast. Yeah, they want the good parts. Yeah. They want the, it's like, I love how everyone keeps pretending that drumsticks are good. It's like, no, nobody likes drumsticks. They're just easy to draw. So, like, cartoon characters eat them all the time. But, you know, we also don't eat like giant legs of ham. That's, that's just the thing that's easy to draw. And we don't eat um, that anime meat. That's like this big marshmallow shaped chunk of meat on a bone. That's identical on either side. The caveman. meat. Yeah. Uh, hey, speaking of worms, you know, who else had to keep fighting a rumor about having worms in their food? Jolly Bee. <laughs> when I, when I lived in the Philippines, every single person that I knew had some story about finding bugs in their food at Jolly Bee. Huh. 
I have an actual story about finding bugs in my food, but uh, oh, yeah, really? I found a uh, caterpillar in a box of raisins. Oh, what company? Um, Sunmade, I think. It was during the big California raisins push, so I'm sure there was a big raisin boom at the time. Turns out there wasn't. Well, extra protein. Turns out there wasn't. The California raisins was a great ad for claymation, not so much for raisins. Oh, so people didn't... Well, because, let's, let's be honest, nobody likes raisins. Raisins are nature's candy. Nature's gross, stale grandma candy. Yeah. It's, oh, nature's candy. Well, you know what? We're... Yeah, that's much better than the candy that we made. Yeah. The actual candy, you know? <laughs> the stuff we made because raisins suck. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but a cave... Yeah, raisins are nature's candy, and a cave is nature's house. You know, we can do better than yeah. nature. <laughs> Now, uh, do you think any kids actually were like, oh, God, we got to go to Kentucky Fried Chicken and get some Robot Man stuff? Well, I mean, I I thought I liked Robot Man as a kid, but I was just like, you know, I want stuff. I want any stuff. Give me stuff. So, Ethan, did you see Robot Man? You're like, it's kind of like Transformers. No, not really. But, you know, I was actually, before Transformers, <laughs> I was a big Care Bears fan. And uh, Robot Man is more like Care Bears than Transformers. He's kind of a transitional figure between Care Bears and uh, Transformers, if you think about yeah, it. He can almost have he... hair bots. Jeez, you know what? I I think uh, it's it's too bad we're not living in the 80s. We could have uh, sold that and made a mint. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're, they're the Care Bots. They're robots, and they teach you to care. And they probably live in, I don't know, in a... Care. They live in a gumdrop house. I don't know. <laughs> I was going to say Carabot, but that's getting a little too easy. Care there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. There you go. And they're obviously they um, they have to. There's probably going to be some like evil robots that want kids not to care. And those robots are going to be really junky and like probably live in a junkyard yeah. and leak oil all the time. So they'll have names like, you know, like oil slick and uh, uh Rusty, or, um, rusty, uh, yeah, rusty nail, uh, yeah. Oh. There you go, <laughs> uh, gear shaft. I don't know, and like you know, and your good robots are gonna have names like um, beeper and, and uh, poop, a boop beep, <laughs> boop boopy beeps. Boopy so boop boopy beeps, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and they're all like made by the good, the good, the big giant good inventor who's like. Like a big, he's like Santa, but he wears like overalls yeah. and he invents stuff, you know? So he invents good robots that help kids learn how to care. Yeah, he's and he's got a, uh, yeah, he's got a, always got a pencil behind his ear. So, you know, he designed them himself. Yeah, this is brilliant. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And it's, and think about it. And it's going to be kids who are like, oh, I'm really sad because, you know, um, I'm, I have, I don't know, my, my parents are having a new baby or yeah. something. You know, the thing that really upset kids back in the 80s yeah. and the, the, the care bots can come down and they'll have a big like, you know, a big machine yeah. that tells them, oh, no, the kids have stopped caring. We better we better go check it out with, with in our um, in our uh, <laughs> robot car. <laughs> I don't know. Ah, well, that's the, anyway, the nice thing about Transformers is that they don't have to have vehicles and whatnot. They can just, you know, they can just drive there themselves. And if they need something bigger, that can be a character, too. Oh, there you go. Yeah. You know what? That's what you do. You have just one of the care bots. I don't know. He can transform into like a big dump truck or something. Yeah, And he carries all and the other just... ones. Yeah. 
Yeah, there you go. And uh, he's probably, and he's probably, yeah, and he's probably have a name like uh, Gravel, <laughs> Gravelor. And he should have a voice like, hey, everybody, it's me, Gravel, Gravel guy. I don't know. This is getting close to my idea for, I wanted to do something where the Transformers turned into humans and they all, and they all sort of turned into people in unique uniforms. So it was a kind of, kind of a, who are the people in your neighborhood theme? And I wanted to have mm-hmm. one of them for the cartoon. I wanted one of the main ones to be a school bus who was voiced by Cheech Marin. So, hmm. And I, I, I couldn't think of well. He his name is Cheech, and he is a school bus driver. Precisely. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, okay, we could have a yeah, we can have a school bus. I can't think of a name for him. The best name I could think of for him was you know Stop Boom or something like that. But because yeah, because you know the school bus is lower down that boom that says stop, but. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that. It's you, not very good, but yeah, like a like a bus that they all ride on, and that's a and that's a carebot too. And then he goes back to a garage, and the garage is a carebot too, because there's robots all the way down. Yeah, there you go. Uh, kids will love this. Yeah. And yeah, all right, and the garage so, can um, be like, and can be like, see, it's not so bad having a living thing inside you. You should apologize to your mom. <laughs> 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 oh man well we should uh definitely uh cause if only some network executive listened to this show we're giving them so many good ideas for free oh my god you have no idea we are we are passing the savings along to you guys so uh so who else have we got though okay. after oh, uh robe I have a, here's one for you that's going to be exciting. Who, what do you think that the characters from BC would advertise? Oh, uh, Jesus? <laughs> kind of? Is there a church they're advertising? Yep. Like a mega church? Yep. Come get saved? Okay. In some ways, it's um, kind of the exact opposite. Are they, t- is it another investment service? Uh, New. No. All right, let's go. see what BC is trying to get us to buy. Hey, we're the action car. See, we contribute more. Tease for the teamwork of our crew. Our are high. Oh, oughtn't you apply? <laughs> Means it's now that we need you. is Vista, the Peace Corps, RSVP, SCORE, and other volunteer programs that are helping people to help themselves. If you're trained in a skill or just have a little love to share, action needs you. Don't crawl under a rock. Get into action. Um, okay, so... Um, let me describe this commercial for the kids at home. Um, the, the, the BC characters are hanging out on these giant rocks that spell the word action. And they're singing this, this gobbledygook song. They're all just kind of like, (laughs) and I, I cannot understand a word. I do not know what is being said. And then they're pushing these rocks around, and this voiceover man just goes, 
Now, and then the the fat broad does an extremely weird sex move <laughs> that's I I'm kind of a little disturbed by. Yeah, she kind of did the Picard and, maneuver, didn't she? Yeah, she, it's I feel like I feel threatened. Actually, she's like she's kind of like doing the like come up and shame me sometime, and it's like that is not an invitation. It is more like it is an order, but. Yeah, um, so I, I, what I can gather, it sounds like action is some sort of weird bootstraps uh, ideology thing. What is this? Uh, it was a, it was a uh, confederate of, uh, of groups that, you know, went out and around into the world doing good because one of the major ones is the Peace Corps. Oh, okay. Um, that is, I guess I have no problem with the Peace Corps. No. The way they were describing it, they were like, help people help themselves. It's, it sounded like, oh, is this like a libertarian think tank they're advertising? What's going on here? I think it's more in terms of like digging lat latrine trenches for, uh, communities with no bathrooms. Well, that's good. I, I certainly, I, I can't fault that. That sounds like a, a good, um, but this commercial did not really make me want to it did not in, i did not understand what they were trying to get me to do and it made me kind of hate them <laughs> this was it, i now watching this commercial i'm like it turns out that helping people is bad and i don't want to do it uh well, wow the but news is so i've got more of these and they'll actually explain more about what's being sold so to speak oh there's more? there's more there's more action yes there's more but wait uh okay so let's see let's uh, bc was really pushing hard for this action thing all right let's see what else slow actually now, let's see um the peace corps could use plumbers electricians carpenters <laughs> mechanics oh boy the peace corps needs skilled tradesmen get into action okay so that was i that was made slightly more sense because in this one the one caveman whose name i forget grog? is talking or, no, oh no oh that's grog okay the, uh he's talking to oh, no. another that's caveman not, that's not grog yeah the oh okay yeah, they're talking, and one is kind of saying, and the other is like, and um, what they're trying to impart is that the Peace Corps needs volunteers to ditch, to dig ditches. Among other things, yeah. And then, and then Grog, that's and then, the one who came up later. Yeah. Oh, he's the big head guy. Yes. Okay, so... Uh, for those of you who aren't familiar with BC, I think it, it's established what the other ones are all Cro-Magnon and Grog is a Neanderthal or something. Yeah, maybe something even earlier than a Neanderthal because he's just a walking furry head with a big honkable nose. Yeah, he's basically like um, Captain Caveman yeah. to the Simpsons. Uh, not Simpsons, sorry, Flintstones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> ah! Um, yeah, so he shows up and he like he's eating the grounds kind of like digging a hole with his teeth. And then he uh, shows up and honks his nose and smoke comes out of his ears. And the caveman says, I also need diesel mechanics. And 
then then Grog like smiles and on his teeth it says call now and the one caveman says oh boy like he's very embarrassed by the fact that Grog has written that on his teeth <laughs> I mean at least this one I kind of understand it's like oh it's for the Peace Corps this this makes some sense um, what an odd what still very odd choice though yeah. they were like Peace Corps needs volunteers let's get BC to, to tell them okay yeah. Well, these these are all from 1973, which is about uh, ten years before uh, Johnny Hart had his conversion. So he was probably he probably believed in it. So, well, that's this good. Is from before, I he mean, found out that helping people was for suckers. But yeah, man, I've learned that a long time ago. I got up. I didn't. I didn't need no God to tell me that. <laughs> Here's one more of the BC ones. I've got some more, but we might want to save them for the next one. So, all right, let's see some. Let's see. Let's see some BC. Let's see BC. All right, what's going on here? We're planting corn. Gee, you guys should volunteer for action. What part of action? The Peace Corps part. They really need agronomists, livestock, and grain farmers. Hey, what kind of corn is this anyway? Popcorn. Help the world feed itself. Get into action. Huh, okay, so uh this is the one where uh Wiley, who's the one legged caveman. Yeah. And I, I and who's the other one? Is that Thor? I think it's Thor. I think it was Thor is they're they're planting corn and the turtle whose whose name John. I think that's John yeah. the turtle John the turtle and the dookie is, bird are with them yeah yeah they're helping and then the anteater's just dancing around behind them yeah I don't he's know doing a, the Snoopy dance I don't get it yeah and the the women you know the fat broad and the cute chick are all like what are you doing and they're like we're playing corn. And they're like, you should join the Peace Corps because they need agronomists. And <laughs> it's nice that you can make the... out the word agronomist. Yeah, it's like, oh, well, I'm, it's it's an odd transition where they're just like, hey, I just saw someone plant corn. You know, you might want to join the Peace Corps. They would need agronomists. It's like, all right. <laughs> um, and all the corn instantly grows and then uh, explodes. And the fat broad is like, what kind of crazy corn is this? And Wiley's like, popcorn. And then they do that, like, kind of like 1980s voiceover at the end, you know, where like a very serious man just explains what just happened. Yeah. You know, like that happened a lot in commercials yeah, back did. in the old days where they'd be like, join the Peace Corps right now or something. Yeah. But um, yeah, that was, that was of the three, I'd say that's probably the most effective uh -huh. because I, it's, it's, it's got, I don't know, it's memorable. Yeah. I, I understand that Peace Corps is involved and that they need people to do agronomy work. But, um, uh, you know, is it the same voices from the special? Because they do sound like the same. They sound... I don't know. Like, I remember it looks, them. It's, it was probably made at about the same time as the special. So that sounds about about right. But I don't remember what... Back in the... I, didn't, I don't remember what Wiley sounded like in the special, but... The heyday of uh, BC. Yeah. That's because the BC special came out and the Peace Corps is like, we need to get on this BC train. <laughs> it's going to be big. <laughs> oh, man. Chief Executive well, John uh, Peace Corps stands up from his desk, his pipe, <laughs> his pipe quivering in his clenched teeth and goes, that's it, BC! We'll make a mint! That's, 
<laughs> it was the biggest. Uh, I mean, come on. It was John C. Peace Corps, the 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 greatest mind since Mister Smucker. <laughs> okay. We're, well, I we're go on. We are at the hour mark, so should we say good night? Or should we announce that this is the end and then uh, do this? Do this, say reintroduce ourselves? Sure. Let's do that thing. Yeah. Good night, everyone. Back for more later. Oh, night! Nice.